I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 48 Wanting versus Desiring. Listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by Health Coach Heather, Master Health Coach and Wellness Educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but is not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Happy holidays, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. So glad you're back here with me listening on this beautiful Saturday morning, if that's when you're listening to this. How's your week going? How is everything going for you where you're at? I hope it's going well. I I am listening right now to a guy that I follow on YouTube. He's an earthquake and volcano tracker. It's kind of interesting to listen to him. His name is Dutch Sense, D-U-T-C-H-S-I-N-S-E. And I like him. I think he's kind of he's kind of funny, but he gives you uh, the information on what's going on, and apparently a couple of 6.0, 6.2 earthquakes just striked in Taiwan area. So interesting stuff. Interesting to learn about what's going on around the world right now. But today, I want to talk to you about wanting versus desiring. As I have mentioned in earlier podcast episodes and in all of my coaching sessions with clients, your thoughts are powerful. They can lead to your best actions or your worst ones. But what about your words? Do words have power? You bet they do. Each word carries with it thousands of years of meaning and instruction on how it will be carried out. For example, the word skip or hop, invokes specific images in everyone's mind, along with the appropriate instructions to execute it. And the universe, which has to assist in that skip or that hop, acts accordingly. It's the law of physics, spirit, mind, body, coordination, etc. Just knowing that words have power might feel exciting to you. Knowing is already starting to make changes unseen within you. Now, some of you out there already know this as you're listening. But in regards to your financial wealth, the most important word to watch out for is the word want. Wanting communicates to you and to the universe that you do not have something. And this is the first mistake. And also indicates that you are in a state of not having it, but wishing you did. This is the second mistake. The problem compounds by the fact that wanting is a perpetual state. It has no finality. Think about it. You can never get what you want. Never. It may look as if people out there on social media or in the world get the things they want, but they never really do. What actually happens is that 
very gradually, they shift from the state of wanting to making it happen and acquiring what they wanted in the first place. But as long as they are in the state of wanting, they cannot get what they want. Now, David Gikandi in his book, A Happy Pocket Full of Money, describes it as this. Remember the last time you wanted to eat and you got what you wanted? You ate something. Okay, you wanted something to eat. This is a wanting state. But watch what happened next. You started to go get something to eat. You actually shifted from a wanting state to a getting state, which has finality. You then shifted to the present tense of having. Finally, you appear to have had what you wanted. See, you never did get what you wanted when you were in the wanting state. You had to shift states. Now, shifting like this happens all the time, every single day on a small scale. But what if you wanted something really big, something you've never had before? Would you still get it if you wanted it? Something like losing a lot of weight or making a million dollars. Now, unlike food, it would be harder for you to shift unconsciously from the wanting state because you have not gone through it before. If you found yourself wanting a small amount of money, like $10 or $20, it would be easy for you to shift unconsciously from the state of wanting it to the state of getting it because you have done it over and over. But with a million dollars, it's going to be so much harder to do unconsciously. So what's the solution? The solution is never want. Never want, you say, well, how am I supposed to dream and make plans then? And here's what I say to you. Let me remind you again that from the state of wanting, you will always be wanting. You can never get what you want. Wanting something very badly is even worse. In your thoughts, words, and feelings, replace want with the word desire or wish. Unlike wanting, desiring does not necessarily have to mean that you do not have something. It is a very subtle difference, and some people claim they are the same thing, but in fact, they are not. There is a world of difference. Remember, your thoughts are carried out with precision and perfection by the universe. Wanting is carried out with precision and perfection as well. Wanting represents a perpetual state of not having. Desire, on the other hand, is not a perpetual state of not having. It doesn't mean you do not have what you desire. You see, language is a symbol. And the word want is a symbol for wanting. The dictionary defines the word want to be without, lack, to be destitute or needy. A defect of character, a fault, to be absent, to be deficient or lacking, to fail, not to be sufficient, to fall or come short, to lack. This is what you communicate to the universe when you want something. The universe brings you just that, absence and deficiency. 
None of these negative definitions are included for the word desire, however. The dictionary defines desire as to express a wish for, request, the natural longing that is excited by the enjoyment or the thought of any good and impels to action or effort, its continuance or possession, an eager wish to obtain or enjoy. And David Gikondi talks about an important principle in his book, A Happy Pocket Full of Money, go read that, called Intending with Detachment. This means you intend a future outcome. You are certain of it, but you are detached as to what is happening in the present moment. Assume you intend to be a millionaire or perhaps lose 50 or more pounds. But in the present moment, events are moving in a way that suggests you are not going toward your goal. You will make the best progress if you are detached about the present moment meaning you accept it as it is instead of fighting it and getting frustrated by it and losing hope. But regardless of your detachment, keep your certainty about your outcome of losing that weight or becoming a millionaire in the future. You see, you cannot fail to get to your goals at a future date if your goals are clear and focused and you are certain and faithful and you believe. It is impossible to fail. Certainty enables you to relax, knowing all of this is on the way, regardless of what the present moment may look like. Lack of detachment equates to resistance, and what you resist persists. Let me say that again. What you resist persists. So I want you to eliminate all forms of wanting including regretting the past, wishing things were different, looking forward to things, wishing, wanting, worrying, and throwing your awareness and consciousness out into the future or past. Do not hold on to the past moment and don't wish you were in the next moment to come. The fastest way to create a great future is simply to intend, release, and get back to enjoying here, now. Wanting tells the universe to create conditions that keep you wanting, making it impossible to have what you desire unless you get out of the state of wanting. Have passion, have desire, have intentions, but want not. Now, if you ever find yourself thinking that you do not have something or that you are not something Um, then you're wanting. Wanting is a state of being that professes not having, lacking. It is not just a word in the spoken language. Logically, scientifically, and spiritually, there is absolutely no reason to want. Of course, there is reason to desire, but none to want. Wanting is a belief in not having, and you have it all. Why then would you wish to believe that you do not have it? It's as good as done. You can relax now. Now, this is going to take some practice. Practice truly believing that what you desire is coming. You will begin to think and act according to this desire. 
So let it work in you. And I'm doing some deep work on myself and watching not only my thoughts around things I desperately desire, but watching my words as I speak them. Because the spoken word is powerful, isn't it? Any religious person will tell you that. I'm making the subtle shift of changing my language from want to desire. And I'm noticing more peace within myself. I don't feel the panic or lack that comes from wanting. It's easier to relax and enjoy my life. All I could ever hope or dream for is mine as I work to create that life. I know that there will be speed bumps in my journey and situations that are out of my control. But as I detach from the neediness, needing my life to look and be a certain way, I find joy in the trials as well. It's a practice that is up-leveling my personal growth on so many levels. I create those dream boards of all the things I desire, and I look at that board often and fondly, but also with detachment. Everything works out. So my friends, join me on this journey of desiring, not wanting. And let us teach our children to do the same because tis the season right now for people to want a lot of toys, a lot of things, a lot of electronics, a lot of expensive things. And I think it's okay for children to desire these things. They should have a dream board and have these things that they desire. But we've got to teach them to desire it with detachment, not to be so attached to the outcome that may not be their toy or their gift that they really, really, really desire. Teaching our children to desire things is a great thing, but do it with detachment. It's so much better and teach them how to work for things, to work towards coming from a place of wanting into a state of having because they took action. They went from wanting to getting because of the actions that they took. It's the same for us. We got to practice this every single day, especially if you're on social media and you're looking at all of the beautiful, amazing things that other people might have, that you in your heart say, I want that. I want that life. Be very careful. You can always desire a different kind of life, but do it with detachment. Find gratitude, find joy in your life right now. Look for the things that you already have in your life and desire them. Desire them so hard. It helps you truly, truly love your life. And that's what I want for you this holiday season to look at your family, look at everything around you, despite what's going on out there in the world. Just look around you and desire what you already have. Have a beautiful rest of your weekend and coming week, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoy this podcast, you have to come check out my coaching and all I have to offer. Whether you're trying to lose weight, get the kids healthier, overcome hard challenges in your life, or just need support, I'd be so honored to be your coach. 
I also coach kids ages 8 to 18. I'm going to help you take all this material I teach here on the podcast and apply it to your life. Come on over to healthcoachheather.com to learn more.